Welcome to a brand new episode of Tale Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we are going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We got a big, heavy news episode. Um, but before we get to that, we're going to talk about what are you geeking out on, Chris? I am playing Final Fantasy 16. I was oh, yeah. going to wait. I was going to wait. Um, but I am close to the end of 10. But I really wanted to play 16, and I'm glad that I did because um, I've already put in 20 plus hours since Friday, um, and I haven't Bonkers. played too much since the weekend. But um, yeah, it's mostly those three days I had: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So <laughs> it's tough for me to put down, man. Honestly, there's a lot of mixed reviews out there. There's a lot of people yeah. who I don't really care because I'm always in the in the you know in the if I enjoy it. That's all that matters. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. So, but to me, it's Final Fantasy. Uh, it doesn't have turn-based combat anymore. They've decided to go more. So you're with, just out in the wild. You can hack anything. Um, you know, I compare it more. Yeah, like Zelda. I compare it. I compare it more to God of War, um, more than anything. Um, it doesn't have full open world. It has more like zones that you go to. Which, you know, they tried open world with Final Fantasy XV. They tried some stuff right. with that. I mean, people are going to complain no matter what. But for me, this is Final Fantasy. There's so many elements to it. The The combat is different. It's a it's a cross between Devil, Devil May Cry, um, you know, Assassin's Creed, God of War. It's a kind of a combination of all of that. Um, it's 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 extreme. It's very much like it's very intense. Somebody compared it to like Marvel versus Capcom, and I have to agree. Um, <laughs> the fighting game, it, it, yeah, it's so very like intense, and you're going crazy with these moves and and, com- and combining them and stuff like that. But I never feel like I'm out of control. Like I'm not just button mashing. I know what I'm doing. I'm going in with a purpose. I know my moves. And yeah. it's like it all it's it's very clean. And like I told you earlier, it's it um, when you said it's people are comparing to Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's very Game of Thrones. And that's a good thing, in my opinion. But it's also Godzilla <laughs> when you get when you're actually when you get the aeons or the summons or whatever you want to call them in this game. Um, it's very intense and it's very cool. So Sweet. if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you'll find a lot of stuff in it that it's a different take on it, but you, I feel is more immersed in final fantasy world than I ever have. And I yeah. think that's what I really like about it. And I love action RPGs. So this outing for me has been very positive and I'm looking forward to the rest of the game. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to, cause you obviously have been talking about final fantasy for the last, I don't know, month, two months that you've been playing yeah. through them. And I have a buddy also that's all he plays. He plays Final Fantasy online and then he oh, nice. plays Final Fantasy games. And he's a completionist. Like he I don't know how many platinums he has, but it's disgusting. Like it's I don't know how he does it. Um it's intense. I don't know how people it, do it yeah. either. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um awesome. Yeah, I will play it. Um, because what I'm geeking out on is Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> I I was trying to deny myself it and honestly I can't stop playing it. I thought I I thought I was really into Midnight Suns and as soon as I picked this up I was like, "Oh god, there goes my life." 
I, I think you'll love it. Quite honestly, I, I think you will. And I've, I haven't read any bad reviews. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone who said anything. Like, already, this would be my game of the year. Obviously, when Spider Man 2 comes out, that could change everything for me yeah. as a Spider Man fan. But, um, and that type of game. But this is, this is crazy. I have one thought on it. I mean, it's like anybody who complained about this style got it out with Breath of the Wild. If you want to complain about it, like it's already been and it's time that it, it became so popular. People love it and it just, it garnered a sequel. So there's no room to complain, especially when they up up the game. Well, that's yeah. I'm in like this subreddit and people are like, why is this so much better than Breath of the Wild? Because I fell off of Breath of the Wild. I thought it was too mm. much. This one, you feel like every mission you do is helping the the whole kingdom. Like you feel like everything means something. <laughs> so the side quests are like, I, I'm like, okay, I'll just do it. We just go off for half an hour. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it, it's, it's fun. Super fun game. Glad you're uh, enjoying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So we got some sad news, massive, massive loss to the comic book community. John Romita senior. Um, for me, one of the, you know, the best Spider-Man artist, obviously his son took up the mantle, but that's just one of countless other characters that this man has drawn uh, throughout his like legendary career. So uh, I know a lot of artists that is the artist that they got into, you know, obviously Ditko, Kirby, those guys, but Ramita senior was a, was a big pillar of, of that time in comics that he was around. So, well, still around. I mean, he, he didn't stop. No, I I have to agree. I, you know, what was he ninety something? Such a well, that dude lived a good life. Yeah, yeah. Celebration of life. Yeah. I always, yeah. I'm always hesitant to be sad about these things. Right. Um, unless it's tragic or whatever. But yeah, for what he gave us, it, like you said, it's just unprecedented in the in that in the industry when there's tops of top names. He's one of them, and uh, we're the we're all the better for it as fans. Yep. Absolutely. So let's give a moment of silence for him and his family. All right. So we're going to go to Marvel news. Um, this is kind of like, this can be echoed throughout the rest of the podcast, but no hall H. Um, I read the list yesterday of like, who's there. And it's just really kind of like, slim pickings like paramount's there but they're not bringing star trek content like for an example like I'm it's sorry, just what yeah it's it's very like hbo max is there but like they're not really doing too much like the whole thing is just like it you know we've been talking about it like these big award shows these big cons like i don't know if it's you know, if the fans care anymore when, when these, especially when these companies can do it on their own, like toot to doom. And, uh, what's the one for DC? That's great. Um, Oh, the the dome or whatever. Yeah. Fandom. Fandom. These things are like fun, interactive things that like San Diego comic-con isn't interactive for 99% of the geeks out there who can't attend. I have to agree. And they hide content that's exclusive to it. And which is annoying. Which and is they do fit, that for well, these celebrations. I get it. Too. Come on. But that's a that's physical nice con. There. Yeah. It's yes. another physical thing, right? So 
when do they start moving away from that? Because it's not accessible to people in other countries. That's why I'm happy this celebration yeah, right. is going to a place like Japan now. Yeah. Um, versus just coming back to America. It's not just about Americans. And that's actually one of the biggest annoyances across geek culture is that a lot of things are just aimed at America when when geek geeks are everywhere. So I <laughs> yeah. It's an, and these cons are annoying because it's like they they sell 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 tickets. It's crammed in there. You want to go to these show. You want to go to these special ones. You've paid the money. You think you're going to go, and then all of a sudden you can't make it because you don't want to wait in line overnight or whatever. So I get it. I get the culture, but it's just not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Um, so the MCU, a bunch of dates got shuffled around. This is just you know Disney's doing some things the box office is changing for superhero movies it's not right now they're not having the same hold plus the writer's strike so uh with that being said um both uh king dynasty secret wars get a, a full year back so we're all the way out through 2027 at this point Captain America, um, that's going to move back a few months. Blade hasn't started filming Fantastic Four. You know, some of these haven't even started filming yet. So the only thing that positive thing was that Deadpool 3 gets moved up next May instead of July. So uh, overall, everything got pushed back. Any thoughts on that? None. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it makes sense. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's I get it. There's stuff going on here. All right, let's go over to uh, Universal Studios has agreed to distribute Marvel's film The Incredible Hulk and its sequels on the same term as Paramount has. So basically, they might be getting the rights back to the Hulk. Possibly. Good. Good. I, you know what? I would, I would love, I would love a Hulk movie. I, I don't mind the Hulk being a side character or character you have to impose into other movies and whatnot but i want to see the hulk do the hulk things you know and and not have my hulk movie be captain america 4 or you know whatever so or three right it's just she it, hulk it'll one. happen yeah <laughs> sorry yeah no exactly my point um but yeah I, I would love that i would love to see more rights go back to marvel that's it hulk including spider-man completely uh speaking of <laughs> craven the hunter part of the sony spider scum whatever that acronym was i can't remember <laughs> spider verse at sony but anyway there's a trailer for it everyone has shit accents it's too bad i think aaron taylor johnson's a great actor um yeah. just watched him again in bullet train i love that ever since kick-ass i love this kid so am i gonna watch it yes i'm gonna see it in the theater no but, uh, you know, that's it. Russell Crowe has a good accent. A decent enough accent. A, a better one. A better a, one, but they're both like cl- Blood closer. Diamond Leonardo DiCaprio accents. <laughs> the Rhodesian. Right. I, have to, I have to agree. <laughs> At least he's trying. A little deep cut for you guys. Um, all right. <laughs> Why don't you take... You know this one? What's going on with uh, comics I, over here? I kind of do. Um, I'm just a big fan of these black, white, and whatever they want to do. So um, <laughs> the I love them because it's a really cool way for artists and whatnot to 
do a different take on your favorite comic books without full coloring. It's just, it's a little, it's a little more like striking. Um, I've, there's a bunch of them like DC has done. Um, there's a Darth Vader one right now. Um, but we're going to be looking at a Marvel zombies, black, white, and blood, uh, coming right around October. So perfect for Halloween. Uh, so, you know, I just, it'll. do you see who's got, writing this? Yeah. Garth Ennis is writing it. Uh, yeah, there's more yeah, yeah. It's crazy. A lot of, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a cool, they're always a cool anthology, uh, series. So it's, it's, it's more of my alley where I just want to read a small story, um and just be done with it in, in an issue sometimes that's it. so that's it yeah this is cool so i'll probably check this out i'm not usually a marvel zombies guy since back in the days so this gives me another reason to get back into that that's um a yeah no i think so too and i you know what like you said garthiness is on there you can't go wrong uh werewolf by night this is yes. a new number one with elsa bloodstone uh, they're going to kind of hang out together in a one shot this September. So great cover. Uh, sounds like a fun story for whatever the reason the two of them have to, you know, stay together, working together. Sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. I already ordered this. this. I love this cover. Um, yeah. And that's all I got to say. Besides, please, let's let's fast track this stuff for the MCU. That's it. Exactly. And then finally, Marvel announces a new What If book series. These are always some of our favorite um, back in the 90s, I think, when they started. This one's going to feature Loki and Valkyrie. So um, what if Loki was worthy? This will be an adult novel series that will launch in 2024. Um, And then they're also going to be putting them out. It looks like through Random House. So, look, okay. Are these just graphic novels then? These are these are be, yeah basically um, okay okay yeah these are adult adult novels as well just to mention yep. that kind of along the terms huh. of uh, Black Label so or you know Elseworlds in their, in its own right uh, but what's great is it's the first one is Loki um, and then some more that to come later what if Wanda Maximoff and Peter Parker were siblings. Um, and then we'll also, what if Mark Spector was a host to Venom? Uh, so some neat stuff coming about from this. Uh, so like, like you said, this is random house. This is just Hmm. another way to read your comic, your superheroes and more. So this is pretty exciting to see this. I, I, I like this idea. Yeah. Madeline Rue, who's writing it. She's worked on a bunch of stuff too. She's on star Wars, Dungeons and dragons stuff too. So good good writer um all right let's jump over across the pond to dc uh we both saw the flash you know we've had a little bit of time to, to sit on it what, what are your thoughts now chris you know a couple weeks out um i i enjoyed it for what it was mm-hmm. um at the same time it's like it's better than black adam <laughs> that's i don't know what else to say i it's it watching it makes me like with Ezra Miller is just it's a complete turnoff for me um, with with everything that speculated that he that he did I mean, I, and just knowing that he's not a good person for the most part he's disturbed I just had a hard time really enjoying a film where he let it 
I find I find him to be a good actor. I find him to be funny. But when that when I look but beyond that, I have a huge problem with who he is, and it just takes away from the movie. Um, Michael Keaton's return was okay. I would have been happier if he was, you know, spoilers, Thomas Wayne. I understand, like, panning to the general audience, fine. But I felt it could have been even more powerful to have him be that. But I get losing your parents and having this generic-themed movie of, yes, I feel the same way as you. I did love, however, the way they treated Supergirl and having the mm-hmm. red sun background. That was mm. I unexpected, very smart. And, yep. you know, as a director, I think that Andy, whatever his name, Muschietti, um, yep. is is a good choice, as we're going to talk about, for well, we can Batman. Just, the, yeah, that's yeah. what we right now. Yeah. He's a good director. I think he made a good movie. I'm excited to see what he does with a Batman movie. I just think there's so much stuff attached to this flash movie including the dceu which i hate even saying um being a connection to that i i mm-hmm. don't know there is so many good highlights to this movie fun stuff including the end <laughs> but i just i don't know i i just i'm torn i give it like a i give it like a 6.5 yeah he he um he did the it movies too Oh and yeah, this horror movie, Mama. Like, I I liked all of his movies. I liked it. Yeah. Um. I guess like when you think about it in the overall scheme of things, it just kind of caps off the Snyderverse. Sure. And for that, it's like it's done. This is it. You know what I mean? It's done. <laughs> like there was no opening to what's happening next with James Gunn, which is what there was the speculation. Like this is like a done, which makes Aquaman even kind of worse. Because, like, it probably doesn't matter either. So, and, like, what does Gal Gadot say? I don't even know. Like, we might as well jump to that, too. I don't even, I don't even know. Um, okay. It's so, I, if, this comments kind of feel like she's done with it. Um, okay. But she, I, I don't know. Gal Gadot being in the movie, again, another flat, like, flash, quote, unquote, cameo for her within the dceu movie yeah it was and it was funny with what batman said and things like that yeah i thought that was all like i I was like oh this is a great justice league movie (laughs) yeah i that's my like it's such an opposite to the snyderverse i know and like i love i love these characters and i don't mind the actors who were in the roles i I, at all perfectly fine with them yeah like I love, I loved Ben Affleck's Batman. You know, I don't have any problem with it at all. Yeah. He's actually been in more films as Batman than any other Batman actor, and every time that's he's also appeared, true, right? <laughs> without us, without his own solo movie, yeah. so it's like yeah. it's a very interesting time that we've had with this. But at the same time, like it's been what ten years, right? Yeah. So it's right. it's a good time to close it out and try something new. It it really is. I'm, and I'm scared. Because I'm hoping that this box office issue is because of the people are unsure what's coming next. It has no real consequences or anything else. I maybe it's Ezra Miller. I don't know, but it's a bomb. Yeah, it, bomb. it bombed. I mean, it bombed more than than uh, Black Adam. Yeah, I mean it. It yeah, it burned. Um, Superman Legacy. We got our casting here. Uh, so 
David Corn Sweat, who I have no idea who that person is. Um, I haven't watched Pearl yet. I understand he's from there. And I did like X quite a bit. I saw okay. it's on one of the streaming services. So now I, I need to watch it. Um, and then Rachel Broshnanahan. I'm real shit tonight. I'm like you. We're uh, all, but I do we're know her like from uh, Marvelous Miss Measle, and she is fantastic. She she can play that sassy Lois that we did not get from the Snyders, which was really like Amy Adams is a fantastic actress. Yes, but she is a horrible Lois Lane. <laughs> yes. But that's 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 exactly what we were saying about the writing earlier when we were talking about this. Yeah, stuff. right. Yeah, it's not their fault. Like, yeah, Kendra Cavill's a great actor when he's given yeah. good shit. <laughs> eh, okay, he's good. I don't know. Yeah. I, he's not bad. Okay, whatever. I don't know. I guess I've heard. I've heard this new casting for Superman, um, uh, David Cornswit, is actually a really good actor. So I'm I'm kind of excited. He he looks the part. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see well, what he brings to the role and what he said in 2019 is even more exciting that he was talking about it back then. And the other thing I want to say is James Gunn knows how to cast movies mm-hmm. since the beginning. He has mm-hmm. casted perfectly. Like so, that's it. You know, if he says it, like whether the movie's good or not, I bet you those guys will play exactly who they're supposed to be playing. <laughs> yeah, and it will be great. <laughs> If you could take Guardians of the Galaxy and make it a household name, well, yeah, I I have full trust in James Gunn. Period. So, let um, me know, please. I want to see it happen. <laughs> Not really. We've got a I'll, DC. What? Go on. You're good. I, I was just We're gonna. Good. I'll talk about this real quick because I put yeah. this in here. This is, this is a complete joke. This is so stupid. Like you don't even put Suicide Squad in here. <laughs> I don't even care. The suit, like the the second one doesn't need to be in well, here. Wait, hold on. One? Hold on. Neither Suicide Squad movies in here and neither. neither is the Harley Quinn movie? Nope, but Shazam 2 is. And Shazam How 1. Aquaman 2 isn't even going to be on here? Who did this? Which Justice League is this? This looks like the Wade verse. It is. It's not Who even made the Snyder this cut. And thought that this was going to be a good idea. Wow, Our brothers! Well, I hope they love making tens of tens, <laughs> tens of tens of dollars. Seriously, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no Harley I, Quinn, who's like one of the best parts of that whole freaking world. Anyway, all right. Uh, I'm gonna move on from this. Uh, all right, <laughs> the CW. <laughs> Superman Lois got uh, renewed, but Gotham Knights got canceled, which. You know, I, we haven't watched an episode, but we did see a picture of Misha Misha Collins as Harvey Dent, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Great looking Harvey Dent. Absolutely agree. I watched the first episode. Oh, you did? I okay. turned it off about halfway through, and then okay. I tried to finish it, which I did. And the only time I got really excited during it was when the Court of Owls actually showed up, and I was like, oh! And the only reason I got excited was because the Court of Owls showed up. I don't really know how it played out, nor do yeah. I care. I'm kind of pissed. I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go and watch the final episode so I can watch Misha Collins play Two Face. Yeah, and I'll just that's, say that's about it. This is exactly why I showed up. Um, <laughs> Superman and Lois is a great show. 
I'm glad it got renewed. Um, it's gonna be a shorter season. Um, it probably would have got yeah. canceled if it wasn't such a good show. So they want to close it out. The season finale ending got ruined for me today, uh, which I had to follow after telling the the account on Instagram to go f themselves. Um, but I'm really excited now to watch it because it's pretty insane. So, um, yes, I'm very happy. I'm glad that show is going to get a proper ending. Yeah, me too. That you know, I think that's a nice. Um, Harley Quinn in Kite Man news. Harley Quinn season four is coming in July 27th, so not too far away, less than a month. And then Kite Man's got a new name. It is moving quite along, but it's going to be called Noonins instead. No, it was called that. Oh, now it's uh, calling Kite Man. Hell yeah! Is that what it's yeah? Gonna be? Oh, yes. well, that's stupid. What a dumb name. Noonins. Yeah, I just yeah. call it Kite Man. Noonins was. It was the bar. The bar he, he yeah. Run, yeah, the bar, right? Yeah. So it's going to be like Cheers. I don't give a crap yeah, yeah. about that. Well, Kite Man, hell yeah, is one of the great. Well, I mean, it's fine. And it depends on how you're going to play it. Show. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of like, what are, what would you be watching? What would draw the the crowd to watch it, right? But when Tom King coined Kite Man, hell yeah. Yeah. It has never stopped, and it should never That's stop. It. And the, yep. the fact that they made him a character with, like, in that color, um, awesome, awesome. Great show. Uh, the Arkham Trilogy is finally making its way to the Switch. So mm. if you don't own it on any system, here's another chance. <laughs> yeah, portably. Portably, yeah. Let's so the only, game. what I read today was the only game that's actually on the disc is Asylum. And when you insert the disc, it'll download the digital copies of City and Night, uh, but you still can't play them without the disc being or the cartridge being in, in the system. So interestingly enough, little fact there. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I I can play them all for free. I own them all already on PlayStation. So it's like. I don't know. I don't know. I just it's tempting, but at the same time, it's not tempting because I'm not sure how those graphics are going to be. So, I yeah, I'm fine just with the PlayStation for it. You know what I mean? Like, I love those games. This digital thing is weirding me out lately. Like the Spider-Man, you know, two hundred fifty dollar version of it doesn't include a disc, which is the digital download. Like, this is a new trend now, which I think is yeah. kind of bullshit. It's completely bullshit. Yeah, because I really think it is. Because the PlayStation, I'll go back to Final Fantasy 16, where I'm having issues with it just shutting down. Right. Is it right. doing that for the disc versions? I don't know. I don't think is, it is. Right? So this solid-state hard drive, it's been doing that since Midnight Suns for me. It did it, did it during Midnight Suns. It did it during God of War for some reason, which didn't start doing it until my new TV, actually. So I'm wondering if it's some kind of connection issue. Um, because it's well, not overheating person saying, yeah, I'm not, but it could be the TVs that are also connected. If you're going that full AK cord and 4k and two point, I don't know. Um, but I just, I don't understand why they're not putting discs. They started doing that with another game recently. It was it got a war as well. I think for the, for that version, it's, it's stupid. If you're gonna if you're gonna just have digital versions, just charge us less for the games already. Right. Stop charging as much for the physical bullshit. Yeah. 
I, I 100% agree. And finally, there's a flash audio drama called Escape the Midnight Circus. This is going to be a six-part series. Yeah, six-part podcast. Episodes will be 12 to 20 minutes. This sounds actually insane. Uh, Flash goes back in time to do some bullshit like he always does. He ends up getting stuck with Captain Cold, who tells him he's in a televised show that pits heroes against rogues against, like, life or death game choices so a little bit of the running man <laughs> mixed with normal flash bs uh this sounds awesome and it'll be exclusive to apple for a limited time starting in july 12 or sorry july 10th before it goes out to the other podcast chris what does this sound like to you man it sounds like i'll be listening to that immediately i love these these yeah. audio dramas they're just amazing so there you go i'm on it i'm on it I can go through these, yeah, if you want. Yeah, um, just just real quick, we got a couple of comic news. Um, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham will be a new black label series from Raphael Grandpa. Uh, he'll be doing both writing and artist work on that, so um, it's pretty pretty interesting. Uh, it comes out on Batman Day. It's four issues, and I'm always into those black label series. Same here. Plus, this art is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's he's dope, dope stuff. Yeah. Um, my favorite Green Lantern is getting a uh, his own standalone series. It's called War- Green Lantern War Journal. <laughs> um, awesome. But um, John Stewart. This, yeah, this is set with John Stewart. Drops in September nineteenth. Written by one of my favorites, Philip Kennedy Johnson, with art by Montos. Uh, I think I sent you where it's Absolutely. been described as the uh, the greatest 80s sci-fi action movie. Ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I am very excited to see if that lives up to its name. <laughs> and it should be adapted immediately if it does to a movie. Seriously. <laughs> um, and the last up with, uh, spoiler alert, Nicolas Cage getting his time as Superman on The Flash, finally wildly um he's going to be getting his own variant uh cover by dan mora on batman and superman world's finest number 19 so i've already ordered that already was gonna say can't wait to see that um all right so let's jump over to a whole new galaxy far far away star wars just a little move around um with date changes again uh it's just a disney Disney overall is just making these changes. So um, the Ray movie is still set for 2024. Mm-hmm. What? That's what they're saying, man. That's what I read. I um, I saw that twice now out there. Um, that would mean they'd have to be filming like today, right? That's that was my question when I saw that. So it could be wrong. Um, okay. but I've well, heard it's not, not being affected by this, by these changes. Okay. Well, mostly everything else of the three movies that got announced in celebration are all moving back a year. So again, probably because of the writer's strike, they don't have anyone to write these movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. here we go. The, the Ray Star Wars movie is already generating false info. So there is no, no date. Okay. Production okay. starts in 2024, more or less, they say. So we'll see. 
Wow. We'll I um I won't believe I'm it till I I'm sitting my ass in that seat to watch a Star Wars movie. Other than that, I'm very excited to see Grand Animal Thrawn show up live action finally in August for the first time Gosh. ever. Because yes. all I care about is expanding universe characters. <laughs> <laughs> They're legends, Chris. There is no expanded universe. Get your oh, that's the, the head out oh, of the Oh, they cloned Palpatine. They cloned him again. Oh, oh, it's just okay. a bigger Death Star, Chris. God damn it! All right, so uh, going over to Star Trek. Prodigy has been canceled at Paramount Plus. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. Nobody, Nobody knows. Canceling anything. I there is a big uproar. Big uproar about this. Um, I still need to watch this. It's 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 hailed as a very good Star Trek series. It's a good entry point for new fans and younger ages. Um, I I don't know, but they want to shop it around. Well, I, I don't know. It's supposed to be the home of Star Trek. There was a promise that there'd be Star Trek on at all times. I mean, there is, but it's on it's on Pluto. Um, I I don't know, man. I I'm really surprised by this, and I'm looking for a reason why. So apparently, uh, Janeway, uh, Kate Mulgrew said like she will be discussing it. They'll be doing some panel that's coming up at a Star Trek Las Vegas convention. So apparently, she'll be talking about it. Maybe we'll get some more news then. Yeah, we'll we'll be the first reporting. <laughs> that's it. Uh, we've got a sweet ass adventure based book series, Star Trek Picard, um, firewall novel. That's cool. It is set two years after Voyager's return. Um, so what I like about this is it's going to give us a little bit of pre time before, um, you know, the show. And just kind of build out that universe, which has been very popular. Uh, the third season was such a blast, and you need to watch it. This man, David Mack, has written 34 Star Trek novels. Oof. So I think he knows a thing or two. <laughs> I doubt, <laughs> doubt it. They also said he was a consultant on Prodigy. So, dang. Cool. That's why it's why it was canceled. Just <laughs> add that man's stupid suggestions. Okay, Star <laughs> Trek. If no, we don't. I don't know you, David Mack. You're probably fantastic. No, Written 34 guy. novels. Star Trek Infinite releases a new trailer and gameplay details. This is the card game, right? You play this. This is yeah. It's a it's for PC. Grand strategy game. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't have a PC, so I I just throw this stuff in here. Because it's news. I'm always kind of disappointed. This is why I always want to end up buying a Steam Deck. Um, but this dun, looks kind dun, of like dun. a fleet. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a fleet builder. Um, yeah, it looks like the fantasy flight star well, Star Wars game. Yeah, I just I I would love to probably play this kind of game. I just need need the uh, the system to do it. Well, you don't need a system for this next one. Star Trek Discovery Black Alert. Uh, this will be a team-based strategy game coming from WizKids. Um, so this is a new card game. I'll just need friends. Physical ones in the room. Yeah, <laughs> to you have to force play. people. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> play Trick with them. me. 
<laughs> yes. Well, maybe you can find some friends in this next set of commercials. <laughs> we'll be right back. DFET Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com. Your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. We're back after those seductive commercials, and we are going into crowd sorcery. Uh, first up, our buddies over at Stop the Killer and Fright Rags. I've teamed up again for Halloween 2, the game. Um, already destroyed their goal, which I just love to see. Uh, they they were asking for 1750. They're at 86 with two weeks at the time of this recording. A lot of different goodies that are included. And the owner of Fright Rags is a friend of mine. So, I you know, I try to support what he does. Yeah, I I love their involvement. And with this, uh, I remember when they did the Halloween little miniatures, like the RV yeah. men, and had that. They just they go beyond just the T-shirts, and I love that that this is such you know this is getting such press. It's getting such like results that they've made that much money already off it. I mean, that's that's great. I really want to try one of these games. All their games have funded, like Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night, My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. So. We'll keep the links in there as usual for crowd sorcery. Um, Grave Brigade. Do not try to say that even two times fast. I can't do it. But anyway, uh, sounds a bit like Dog Soldiers. This is a comic book when Nazis created a monsters to win the war. We sent our deadliest soldiers to hunt them. So werewolves, Nazis, World War II. I'm in. Me too. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Fun idea, fun comic. Um, yeah. All right. Next is the odious Sasquatch 112th scale action figure. I don't think this is going to make its goal. It's asking for 130 grand. We're at 60. It's a Sasquatch, literally. Uh, 112th Sasquatch. It's a cool ass figure. It's almost worth it for the trench coat, like the, the soft goods on this thing. It's so cool, but. It's just too much money, and that's really what it comes down to. And really, that's what like minimum order issue I would imagine with yeah. getting them produced over wherever For China, whatever, right? So yeah, it's unfortunate because this is something like I follow this guy. I follow this guy on Instagram before this. I think that uh, does good work with stuff, but it's yeah. just it's like you would do better if you had more stuff involved with it. I think like how savage whatever the savage crucible or whatever whatever crucible, that was yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. and 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 mythic you got more for your money for your stuff right yeah. so 
versus one figure where, yeah, this would fit in great with a lot of Mezco figures. Um, Absolutely. A lot of yeah. a lot of that their own stuff that they do. So I I hope the best for this. Maybe he'll re retool the the campaign if it doesn't do well. But check it out. Um, you never know. It's got 17 days to go. Yep. And finally, Savage Worlds turns 20. Um, this is a, a tabletop system that Chris and I have played many times. Uh, really, really enjoy it. And this is the core system. Um, every Savage Worlds campaign always does remarkably well. And this one offers you some really sweet stuff um, for value. Uh, I, geez, it's like I want to spend the most <laughs> get the <laughs> but even if you if you've never played savage rules before um do the come in at 45 if you want to get the printed version i think it's only 25 for the digital and you 15. get the entire oh 15 yeah oh, 25 geez. for the variant cover yeah okay yeah and then stretch goals as they get announced um they'll just keep throwing stuff so yeah it's uh it's kind of bonkers. Um, <laughs> we'll obviously leave that in there too. Interesting. This is the print is at twenty five. That's amazing. I mean, that's such a good entry level game um, for those who want to try something other than D and D. Like Casey said, we've had a great time with it when we have played it, and I mean, this is like, like you said, I I don't know what I would do with it. I'm sitting on a lot of different RPGs that I haven't even touched. Um, right. Which is unfortunate, but um, yeah, it's tempting just 15 bucks just to get it, you know, to support yep. them. Not that they don't need it, but it's been fully funded. <laughs> but it's nice that they're an independent, yes, you know, company. I so agree. I agree. All right. So let's go over to comic book news. Um, we've got a major crossover announced, which is being launched by Robert Kirkman. So yes. that's the one thing that's really wild is uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe shared universe. Um, this is going to be written by Daniel Warren Johnson, who's been doing do a power bomb over at image, which is a great comic. So this is wild. Um, this crossover event. What do you think about this? I think it's excellent. Uh, I think that coming from somebody like Robert Kirkman ups the ante with this. Uh, yeah. I think that when we're looking at adapting this kind of stuff for the big screen, I think that this is where you start. Uh, Skybound just came up randomly the other day as well for, on something I was watching. I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know this was kirkman and, and and skybound and all that stuff um forgot what it was though but nonetheless great stuff i would love to read this yeah absolutely um motu forge of destiny so this is coming out through dark horse um i feel like they can never just get it <laughs> consistent but Tim Seeley is coming back to write um, for Master of the Universe. He's done it a few times in the past. Um, many times, I mean, that's kind of an understatement. So, yeah, what do you think of this? So it's strange, right? Because Dark Horse has some Motu rights. Yeah, I DC guess. has some. 
I don't know. I'm not sure or have full understanding of it, but this is going to yeah. be set in the Revelation world, uh, which is fine. Maybe it's that's be, it. Maybe it's a different... Yeah. I think so. This is a prequel to it. Um, so, you know, I, I'll i check it out. I'll at least pick up the first issue. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He-Man Year One, it's being hailed as. Oh. Uh, well, that I thought makes that was you want to buy that, right? It's just yeah, like... twenty bucks issue, issue, you know, interesting. Um, all right, well, that's that's coming up. So, and then finally, Valiant news, which Valiant is at about one comic a month, yeah. <laughs> like one title per month. Um, and so we've got some news that. Uh, first of all, they've partnered up with Alien Books, which I've never heard of before. Never heard of it. Um, but they're going to be, uh, they're, I guess, an international comic book publisher. They're going to be pushing, uh, the publishing side again of, of Valiant, which hasn't really been pushed at all. So in 2024 is when that is going to be revealed. But in the meantime, we do finally get Ninjak Super Killers, something we talked about. I don't even remember a long time ago, and it's finally coming out now in September. It's been pushed back almost as long as XO uh, Manowar has been. <laughs> so X XO Manowar Unconquered will be continuing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for Valiant. It doesn't seem like it's very good since their whole cinematic universe crashed and burned. Um, you've heard nothing from the Arbinger anything. Um, I I don't know. I wish the best for for whatever the future is because Valiant's some good stuff. So right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's it. I want them to succeed. So and for that, you know, I'm excited for that. Uh, all right, so over in streaming news, some stuff from Netflix. We got our first trailer for One Piece. I am watching One Piece. It is about pirates. It is a very good anime, but it is so oh, incredibly told me about that. long. Like, there's, you know, 1,300 episodes. I'm on 30. <laughs> like, it's just, it's massive. And But every time I watch it, I really like it. I'm just like... But I get so overwhelmed that I, you know, I'll put in a couple episodes and I'm just like, well, okay, you know, go back to something else because <laughs> it's daunting. But they're making a live action series. Um, it looks fun. It looks in, in tone um, with the longest running anime of all time. And yeah, it looks great. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like just put start carving out tallies on the wall uh, every, every episode you watch. Well, the thing is funny is like every single person who has watched it is like you have no idea what you are in for. Like, of course not. Thirteen hundred freaking yeah, episodes. Well, no, but they're like this is the greatest show of all time. Oh, it's so good, right? But I mean, there's a reason. I had, and it, it's just amazing. Like that even that's even a number. Jeez. I know, I know. So I gotta, I gotta start it now. Thanks, thanks for the rest of my life. There you go. Um, we also got a little teaser for Avatar, the last airbender live action. We got some set photos from that. I, I have to see it in action. That's that's all I can say for that. Yeah, I looks like it. Kind of. 
I, I mean, they all yeah, the characters look like the characters. I just sure. have to see what they look like in wait. The creators walk off set. I'm extremely skeptical of what this show is going to be like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ebb Night Shyamalan level, probably not, but probably not much better, honestly. I, I'm looking more forward to the other side of the Avatar franchise where the creators are actually there and they're creating better stuff, apparently. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't want to hate on it until I watch it, but I loved it. I just want, I just watched the entire series recently um as an adult for the first time and it was it's great it's a great show someday i'll watch that too (laughs) (laughs) what i do watch every time repeatedly is stranger things and season five cast linda hamilton i'll be quite honest with you i don't know what the f is going on with stranger things like i really thought the pandemic gave them enough time to finish writing the entire series and then I've been hearing like, oh, the writer strike is causing issues with season five and pushing it back. And I'm like, didn't you write it? And then now you're casting like, why isn't it shot? These kids yeah. are in their 20s, dude. Like, come on. See, that's it, right? That's part of the, the big issue where it's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't you're know. You're going to have to like I don't know. de-age them again. <laughs> They're fucking 20. <laughs> Recast, recast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Linda, Linda Hamilton joining us. I don't even know what that means. So, we'll uh, yeah, you know, she'll be in there. We like her. Yeah, she probably will have a sweet role. Um, Dead Cells, the video game, is getting an animated series. That's just kind of like a cool, cool little thing. Um, the only thing that's weird is it's going to be on ADN. I don't even know what the hell that is. So I don't <laughs> know how you're going to watch this streaming service adn alaska dispatch news no i'm just joking (laughs) might as well be no one knows what this is it looks like it's something that's on your phone and yeah here's the best thing it's like when i search it it's like the last anchorage daily news it's um associate's degree in nursing like you search it it doesn't even come up so right Weird. So good luck so seeing weird. that show. Hopefully they put it on YouTube for free. <laughs> Anime Digital Network. That's what That's it all is. I gotta say. That's what it. Did you hear me? Yeah, I did. I don't. I, it. Never heard of I it. I hope it's. I had. It's not free, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, Primal season three is in production. Jendi uh is back. His series Unicorn Eternal Warriors is currently on right now on um max <laughs> so he is firing on all pistons as well and he's also got an <laughs> r-rated animated film in the works in yeah. for all of that all of it I, that's what i'm uh, saying man this man's an animated genius so all in on this um and then finally futurama we did get a trailer for this your friends are back. They're coming to Hulu and new episodes start in July 24th. Awesome. Can't wait. It's been a long time. It has. So. All right. Movie news in the shuffle of Disney. Avatar 3 has been pushed to 2025. Fine. Again, they can take as long as they want because the quality is all that matters. And James Cameron, I trust to do whatever the F he wants. Yeah. 
How long was the time between one and two? Ten years, thirteen years. Right. I can't. I think it's thirteen. Yeah, it's a long time. And it and it surpassed the money it needed to be made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. All right. Destroy. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, we got our first trailer for Nimona, um, about a druid or shape shift changeling. I don't know. It looks amazing. It just looks fun. Um, animation again is looking bonkers in this. It looks like that scene in Dungeons and Dragons where the druid just keeps like changing into different creatures. Cool. And this comes out. So we're recording this in. June 28th. This comes out on June 30th. Can I get on a soapbox for something real quick? Well, yeah, of course. First, this is your show. Tell me what you think about this. Did you watch the trailer? I did not watch the trailer, oh, and okay. now I'm really excited to, since you just put it in, in that regard. Um, but please, continue. So, I was thinking about animated movies because, I, you know, I watch Spider-Verse, and mm how the latest um, Pixar movie Elemental made no money. Like it went up against Flash, which was kind of stupid to begin with, but they both didn't make any money. And how I was thinking about as much as, you know, Pixar is fantastic, like it ain't the same. The, The game has changed in animation where the big ears and the big noses with like rosy cheeks isn't, you can't hold a candle when you see things like that sea beast movie arcane this nimona like you know what i mean like the vision stuff from star wars like there is shit in animation that is blowing minds and pixar hasn't changed in 20 something years so i and it's coming like it's kind of weird like you can kind of see it's blown up in their face in the last few releases like none of them made any money Interestingly enough, but they're good. <laughs> they're good. And Disney movies yeah. are good. I mean, Encanto yeah. is great. I mean, and Encanto did like, that made a shit ton of money, but Pixar yeah. hasn't. <laughs> Stop putting it in theaters. They've been fighting about it because, like, two of the movies didn't. You know, uh, the one with the fantasy movie with Chris Pratt. Mm. That was. I wanted to. Actually, I wanted to see really it. good. That wasn't. Wasn't that, yeah, wasn't that actually in theaters as well? I think it was in theaters for like cool. a hot second, like yeah. right before pandemic, and then Soul, I don't think even went to theaters. I think that went right to Disney+. Plus. How much money do you have to make on an animated movie? Not that much, right? Uh, these new ones? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but if if better animation is falling onto streaming services then I, I don't know what the excuse is. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I completely agree with you. Maybe it is time to revamp some things, not do everything the same. Maybe expand what you're doing. Um, make it make adult movies, maybe with Pixar. I, I You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, grow your audience. Because like you said, you have one audience right now. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. So um, next is the next Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends cage match. This one centers around Johnny Cage. Um, you've, got, <laughs> you've got Jennifer Grey playing herself in the, as his co-star. 
and Joel McHale, which is a great casting choice, as Johnny Cage. And they find themselves in a world of shadows, danger, and deceit. Um, I love these Mortal Kombat yes. animated movies. Like, absolutely would watch them again and again. They're so much fun. They're so violent. They expand the mythology. They're just, they're great. And Johnny Cage is fan favorite. So I'm super excited to see what they do with this. Yeah, I just, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, it's, it, if the new movie wasn't as good as it was, I, I mean, it's, it, these movies, these animated movies are still better than that. Uh, oh, for sure. Because yeah, you can sure. definitely do more uh, yeah. with them. But I think that, you know, Mortal Kombat is, is so popular still after so many years. And it's just revving up now even more. Um, and we'll, you know, we can talk about Mortal Kombat 2. I mean, and Johnny Cage. I mean, we've talked about it already. But that casting alone with Car- Carl Urban is great. Um, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to see that. So, you know, that's, I'm ready for this too. Oh, all. <laughs> this takes place in the 80s. No, that's he's crazy. an 80s action star. That's that's even better. I need to see this immediately. Well, that's remember how now Jean Claude Van Damme is going to be Johnny <laughs> Johnny Cage in the new game. So there's a lot of like there's a lot of cool things happening in regards to like that kind of homage and and more. So. That's really cool. Really cool. Very cool. Uh, continuing Mortal Kombat news for the and or the live action, sorry, Mortal Kombat Two. Um, there's going to be Shao Khan is coming in, um, as well as Jared Sindel, Quan Chi, Katana, and Jade. So a lot more actors and actresses getting added to the cast to fill out, uh, you know, another hopefully an actual like Mortal Kombat. Thing. I love that first movie, but like that was the one complaint that everyone had was like there wasn't really a you know fight, there wasn't the tournament. So hopefully that's what we see in part two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're gonna complain about anything, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's a fun like, movie, real fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's like if you're gonna amp it up this much, then I'm sure they'll take that to heart. You know what I mean? I'm sure they'll be like, yeah, people wanted that. Let's. Let's give it to him. So, yep, excited for that. Lion, Lionheart. Uh, Alien Romulus gets a August twenty twenty four release. Um, fine, bring it. In, you know, bring it on. Like that's yeah, it. Man. I'm ready. That's it. Um, Babylon Five: The Road Home. Uh, this is coming out on August fifteenth. This is an animated. Uh, movie kind of an interesting way to continue that franchise but hey it's you know it's more stories set in that world well that's it right if you can't get the live action thing going i mean at least you did this and jms i mean whatever it's just it's better than nothing i guess if yeah if you're a fan and that's it maybe you can do even more with it um but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Like you said, you get something. <laughs> uh, Metalocalypse Army of the Doomstar is coming. Um, <laughs> Deathlock continues. Um, there's going to be a, a new single arriving soon. Um, so the movie is set to come out in August. 
Uh, Brendan Small wrote and directed. I've loved Brendan Small since uh, Dr. Katz. Um, Highly talented, hilarious individual. And um, if you're a fan of Metalocalypse, obviously you're getting more of your your favorite band. (laughs) Feature film, two albums, and a tour. Yeah, 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 right. My gosh. Um cool. Yeah, I love it when they when they do this kind of stuff with a with you know any property where you're just going into different media things. Um I think that that makes it even more enriched and this is one of the best things to do it with since you have the the metal and and all that just it's it's awesome to get an actual soundtrack and some albums involved so. that's it man super cool. pumped very cool um todd mcfarland <laughs> announced that spawn is very 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 no, close two varies only oh two no varies will be next I think, time i think there was a lot of varies but him and jason blum said we are we should be expecting spawn in 2025 i don't Listen, we've literally been talking about this since we started podcasting, um, since we started <laughs> EFAT, you know, what, 10 years, 11 years ago now. Um, what do you think? Give me some more varies. Yeah, right? That's it. When I see it, I'll believe it. Um, I love Todd McFarlane, and I trust Blumhouse enough, so it's like... If they're both saying it, I guess it's probably going to happen sooner than later. We'll see. A, I'm sure we'll see a big crowdfunding thing or, or the McFarlane toys will go up in price um, to make this happen. So, yeah, I don't know. Jokes aside, I want to see it. Same time, I, I still love that 90s movie. Yeah. Yeah. I need to watch it again. But it's been a very long time. Let's see if yeah, I, I, still I watch it. <laughs> it's 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 not great, but it's yeah. Yeah. It's still jam- Something. Michael White. Is that his name? Michael Jai White. Michael Jai Michael White. That's it. Yeah. J. Michael White. Jeez. It's just double JMS. That's where you got stuck. <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting stuck on. Uh, finally, in movie news, Evan Peters joins Jared Leto for Tron 3. Um, that it begins shooting in in August in, sure in Vancouver. Um, this is one. The weird thing about this is like every time I read about Tron 3, I never read about Olivia Wilde and Garrett Hedlund coming back. So like and he was like the son of uh, Flynn. So like what is going on? <laughs> um, I... Like what is this? A, you know what I mean? Like is it just me? Am I just? I don't know. No, it's not. Um, I really feel like did they keep um what's his name there? Uh Jeff Bridges reappearance in that movie a secret as well for a while. Oh yeah, for sure. So I mean this could be a new entry with new players or characters coming in and then they tie it to the mythos somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Um but this is another movie that's been in development hell for X amount of years that we've been talking about it on DFED as well. So when yeah, I, it's been when a I real see it, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is Death Punk coming back? Because that's the only thing that would 
really getting excited about this movie. It's one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Um, All right. So sticking with gaming, but actual gaming news. uh, (laughs) This is Nintendo. Um, I'm not going to go through all these because of time. And some of these I don't care about, but I well, I do care about them. I put the ones I actually cared about, but you know, I'm just going to kind of go through, did you get to go through all of these or not enough? Um, okay. so, I can definitely talk about the first two. Um, yeah. and we'll just keep talking about middle gear salad already. So yeah, we'll just do that. Um, wrestle so, looks great. <laughs> wrestle quest looks insane. Yeah. Honestly, all in myth force is one that we talked about before on the show. Okay. Um, so it was good to see that's come back. It looks like an eighties, like dungeons and dragons game. Gloomhaven. I put on there because that is been strictly PC and tabletop games forever. And to have it on a portable like this outside of a steam deck, I thought was really cool. It's supposed to be a really cool, uh, role-playing game system. Neva. It just looks insane. It just looks really, it just looks beautiful um so wario wear is back which is nice oh. um i love those games I missed that um that's great super mario rpg remake this is tap down head to toe remake it looks beautiful i i loved super mario rpg when i was a kid no i have to agree i mean it was Squaresoft. yeah it's um, an actual when... role-playing game <laughs> It spawned the Paper Mario series, um, yep. for better or worse. Um, it's it's definitely one of my favorite RPGs of all time. I, I played it on Super Nintendo. Yep. I've played it again on emulator. I'm really excited for a remake. I don't think my wife has ever played it, and she loves Paper Mario, so she'll be totally digging this game. Yeah, this was the one that actually I got super excited because the first thing I saw. And then I saw the next one, which was Super Mario Wonder. Mm. I... This trailer blew my mind, to be quite honest with you, because I thought this was like Super Mario 3 meets Super Mario World with like our graphics nowadays. It just it looks so good. It gave me instant nostalgia vibes, and I really, really want to play it. So that's the thing of like these these retro games, you know, not just not just Nintendo and big companies making them, but the indie companies that continue to make these great yeah. homage games, 16-bit, and just doing more with them than ever could be done before, which enhances them even to a greater level because yeah. I love this style of gaming. I don't yeah. need I don't need 170 hours in a video game um, <laughs> of running around. I do, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> says says yeah. the man who, who's put... 20 hours in two days <laughs> you're right i um i need more of a contained experience um but no i you know what in all seriousness i think that doing this you know people are going to be like well we want another 3d game well you've had them and they all kind of fall into the same thing but let's right. get back to like metroid dread was amazing um these going back to basics and giving us something even greater than we had before at that level, more, more or less, it, it looks like it looks wonderful to, to, <laughs> to bring back wonder, but yeah, it looks awesome. Cannot wait. So, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, wrestle quest, this I, ugh, talking about the old school, everything old is new again. 
mixing pro wrestling where they've got the likenesses of all your favorite 80s wrestlers and then they put them in a role playing game yeah. like th- i like this looks insane to me i i i was instantly sold <laughs> yeah it's i would rather play this than a wwe game We've tried some oh, of the newer I've ones. Oh, tried so many times. I, I just can't it. get into it. I'd rather have it be like this with that RPG mechanic. I yeah. love the role-playing aspect in in like the games I played on PlayStation 1 back in the day, um, like WWE games. But they've just yeah. evolved into, into more and more of games I just don't want to get into, can't get into. Can't get um, bring back that feeling of the N64. Uh, exactly. Almost, you know. So... Uh, yeah, this looks just, it looks fantastic. So Chris, what time is it though? It's time for the pursuit of platform. All right. Toy hunters and action figure enthusiasts. This is the pursuit of plastic. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little soapbox of my own. Uh, Mattel creations just launched their Jurassic park. Get the Gates crowdfunding uh, adventure, whatever you want to call it. Uh, $250. You get the Gates, you get the T-Rex, you get the car, you get the two kids, the goat, and some other stuff. Um, so this great play accessory, uh, six-inch scale, the Hammond-verse collection, or whatever you want to call it. Um, my soapbox here is stop calling it Jurassic World. Everything I see is Jurassic World, Jurassic World, Gates. I just want to slap people. Just can we just call it's Jurassic Park? I get Jurassic World is this trilogy that is in everybody's mind, but um, this is Jurassic Park, people. This is where it all stemmed from. One of the greatest novels I've ever read, one of the greatest movies <laughs> I've ever seen. Jurassic World is garbage compared to Jurassic Park, anyways. Um, will it make its um target? No. I don't know. It's 15% funded. No. A lot of people are like, This is way too expensive. Your mechanical, gates, no, blah blah blah. This is crazy. Um, let's see what happens because, in order to get this stuff, like there's unlocks, stretch goals, um, which is the only way to get like Lex and Tim and more. Um, so I don't, I, I, I would love to see this happen for fans. But I don't know if enough people collected the Hammond collection because a lot of time I see it on back uh, um, clearance anyways. So the problem is that these toys look like shit. It's why I haven't bought yeah. any one of them. I love Jurassic Park. I would buy Jurassic Park toys if they looked anything like I gave a crap about. The only thing I like about the dinosaurs is they have that weird flesh skin. And I think that's cool. Um you know, makes yes. like that realistic feel, but like this one doesn't even have that. It's just there's there is not a market for this. I don't know who's buying these figures. To be honest with you, no, they would have been better just to do another Motu one for God's sakes. Yeah. So, anyway, fight zone already, please. Yeah. God. All right. Anyways, uh, good luck. Next up, Hasbro, Indiana Jones. What is it? The artifact collection or whatever it is, the six inch scale uh, figure line that I'm not getting into. I bought the first one. Adventure series. Adventure series. Yeah. Um, And so what's fun about this is you collect it. You get the cool things to go with it. But 
today they announced um, new figures. It'll be up for pre-order by the time this episode is out. Uh, up for pre-order tomorrow, June 29th. A lot of these are based on The Last Crusade. Um, so I'm just going to go through them real quick. We're going to get a Dr. Henry Jones Sr., Elsa Schneider, um, and the Grail Knight, and also Indy in his Last Crusade look, uh, which is great. But also, we're going to be getting that... Um, we're going to be get, getting Mad Mickelson's character, uh, Ronaldo, who is Antonio Banderas' character, and also Helena. Um, so, I don't know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Previously revealed were Indy and Helena, but now we're going to get Mad, Mad Mickelson's character and Antonio Banderas' character. So, I'm not getting these because I'm I not can't. crazy. Just, I'm not, yeah. I just, they're fine. That's all. They're fine. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're not. They don't look great either. Like that. Should uh, we just keep? Should we just keep going through the indie news? There's so much of it. <laughs> we should. Um, no, I'm not because I like to keep this segmented to affordability. It right. right. um, <laughs> You plus. do. Yeah. Um, but we have more Indiana Jones toys news coming soon. Stay tuned. Uh, McFarlane Toys, who doesn't stop, as we always say. Blue Beetle movie figures are up for pre-order. Uh, a lot of them is sold out in, at certain sites. Of course, I know this is because McFarlane is kind of playing it close to home with not overstocking and having a bunch of stuff on clearance next year. So I think it's smart. Um, you'll be able to find these in stores, of course, around the time the movie comes out. But uh, two versions of Blue Beetle, uh, the Car Carapax, whatever his name is, the Mega Figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the all Jaeger. <laughs> the Jaeger. <laughs> Um, they are. They look great, and I think that I I I think I ordered the one with wings. And also, there's a statue. Um, both statues, as usual, the the forty dollar price point, the affordable one, and then the expensive one at two fifty. The two fifty one looks freaking amazing. I was just kind of taken back by the detailing. But these these cheaper statues are great. I have two of them so far, and I I do not regret it. These are already pre sold out. That's wild, right? They, that's what I'm saying. I just, I think we can get them at like, maybe, no, I don't even think of Target and stuff anymore. But anyway, no. speaking of Target, uh, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle gets a standalone gold label release. It's already up for pre-order at Target. I, you know, it's part of the two pack with Booster Gold, but since Ted Cord is one of my favorite characters, I did order it um, because it's a different face sculpt completely. And it's a great in, figure. It's a great figure. And it's great that for some reason Target has it for $22. Huh. It's the balance of the pricing is very different. Um, these exclusives seem to be a little bit more expensive uh, at times, where they can also seem to keep the prices down to $19.99 on some normal releases. So we will see. Um, another one that went up for pre sale and has been completely ridiculed is this Superman versus. <laughs> Superman of Earth 3, a.k.a. Ultraman 2-pack. Um, this is when Ted Cruz played Superman. Uh, if you follow any of the pages, you'll see the face sculpt of Superman is extremely goofy, a very strange and very off-putting for what Todd McFarlane usually does. Uh, this must have been a weird um, misprint on the face of some sort, and they had to sell it, so they made this 2-pack with all the extra Ultraman figures they, they have. Yeah, there's I I don't this is a huge mistake. 
It's just so stupid looking. This is going to be that giveaway two pack that he <laughs> yeah. does. Like, oh, spend $50 and we're going to throw this shit in. Because I can't imagine anyone going, yup. So, yeah, this is this is hot. This is a hot fart in the wind. <laughs> I mean, it comes on one of the best sculpted Superman bodies that they've done yet. It does. So that's a plus. Fantastic. Yeah. And the but, other face sculpt is awesome. The Ultraman right? is sweet as hell. I don't I don't get it. I don't so get that's it. the issue. But there is a two pack that you all should be looking at. And <laughs> finally, we've gotten our Doomsday figure, which is actually a mega fig figure. Uh, it's two pack of Target exclusive during their geek geekathon geek days or whatever the heck's going on um every friday there's a new slew of toys up for pre-order and this one was a surprise honestly uh it's still up for pre-order because a lot of people are complaining about doomsday's ponytail and they need to just shut up because it's a great looking figure and doomsday has a ponytail in certain art um another thing to note here is that superman's face looks great his face does look great. He's super pissed. I don't understand. Like, this is what he looks like, Doomsday. Like, what What are we missing? A lot of people are just upset about it. I, I don't care. I, I think that this, I think this is based on another, like, a more recent version of a take on him. I don't know. I've went back and looked. Mattel did him with, you know, Four Horsemen did him with ponytails. He's been done with ponytail many times. I don't care. He looks yeah, bad. Storm collectibles has done like a whole thing with them. Like, uh, I, I don't know. This is not. This is not new. No. And the best part about this, he's he is a mega fig versus the Devastator one from the Dark Knights, who was mm-hmm. actually smaller in scale. It was a cheaper price point, of course. So this is sixty dollars for two of them, but this Doomsday is freaking huge. huge. Yeah. So yeah. I'm in. I've been, and it's not to say they won't do another Doomsday, maybe in a containment suit as a build a figure with the four Supermen eventually with a BF I think they will. BAF wave because that's what yeah. everybody's been begging for outside yeah. of the other Supermen they've done because they've been more of the recent. So I don't care because I love it and I'm ordering it. So, uh, last up, we've talked about this collector edition series that McFarlane has teased. We got the first three figures from it, including Action Comics number one Superman with his classic duds, Alan Scott, uh, and more of a classic uh, take on it uh, versus what they what they had just previewed. But we knew a, a more classic Alan Scott was coming, and Abyss, who I'm not really familiar with. So yeah. three figures that. I feel like could have gotten gold label releases are going to be part of this series, whether it's not it's like just McFarlandToys.com exclusive. We're not really sure what the details are on it yet. I love that Alan Scott. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that, that was the one that I was like, okay, this is sweet. Yeah, no, exactly. I love that action comic Superman. And now yeah, he's doing too. so many more, like we're getting so many more Superman announcements now that it's outside of the Batman world. So I don't know what people have to complain with. Just don't buy it. It's pretty simple. But why would you do that, Chris? When well, you I mean, complain about it. Right, exactly. Oh, no more Batman. But once the Batman goes up, he sells out. Hmm. Very strange behaviors. You could write a whole book on it. Anyways, um, Funko has pop your peeps. 
they're jumping on they're jumping on to create your own figure. Um, pops don't look like anybody. They're just basic looks, and I don't really understand what this is going to do unless you can put a giant beard on it for me. I don't you can't care. put a giant beard on it. I'm sure you can. If they can, make you can. Look at it right uh, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, I pop yourself. <laughs> I have another phrase for that. But if you're a pop fan, cool. Enjoy it. You know, I personally think this is great because this is like, like if you were going to buy something for Rocco, like this would like blow his mind. It's true, except he doesn't just, buy pops anymore by choice, I guess. I'm just saying like <laughs> I know certain saying. people, I think this is a good idea. I think it's a fine idea. I just like to pick on it. Um, I mean, Hasbro Selfie, another great idea. Get your face on a Ghostbuster or a superhero or whatever you yeah. want to do. So it's fun for the collector, of course. Um, I just find pops to be so basic. So I I don't know. But it's probably why they like <laughs> make so much money. Yeah, you can't deny that it's one of the greatest action or greatest collectible series oh, of all time. It's up right. there. It's it up is. There. Uh, next up, Super 7 has been teasing the Thundercats Cats Lair. Uh, I'm sure that at some point, maybe before we publish the show, that um, it'll be revealed. It's coming within this week. I don't know what the price point's going to be, seeing that the tank was so damn expensive, $400 level. Um, Super 7 doesn't crowdfund. They just make things. So it's, yep. <laughs> they just make it happen. Um, pay and pay so, me. <laughs> yeah and it's like we'll see just like just, mythic lesions like just give me the money well that's it like oh, you put it up for a certain amount of time people yes. buy it and then you yeah. make that much if you have yeah. the ability to do that that's great i just want to see how big this thing's going to be i don't i personally oh, it's not gonna be massive. Buy it. yeah i have all the thundercats i need from that from their line so i didn't buy the tank and no i, I just i'm not going to do it because i <laughs> I, I, I bought a turning of this so yeah there you go um next up NECA um we've been talking about the the target geek out um there's a bunch of cool TMNT stuff in stores right now uh but for San Diego Comic-Con we did talk about the tease for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three movie figures all samurai and they look great I I would love to have them just just to have them because I think the designs are cool movie sucks but um san diego comic-con exclusives aren't typically too hard to get so you might be able to get it if you try yeah i hate these um but they look amazing like the movie sucks but one thing of note there's these alternate heads that you get that are like badass heads and those heads alone would be worth (laughs) this set because they're also compatible with any other NECA turtle head and they're awesome looking so like that's the thing is like the sculpts are great i think it's jim henson but they just went more cartoony with them they just look so stupid yeah i mean that's what the movie looked like and yeah <laughs> yeah the movie sucks the reason why i haven't watched that movie since theaters and that's a long time ago yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, next up from Mezco, Void Cadet Gomez, which is already sold out. Um, you can waitlist it. This is kind of crazy. Uh, I love that they made a mech, honestly. Yeah. 
I love the idea behind this. I love this like space, like 80 space cadet. I don't know what he gets like a lightsaber too. Yeah. It's he and the thing gets a lightsaber. Good God. Good God. I mean, it's a great effing set. 350 bucks is uh, you're paying for that mech. It's got lights and sounds and more. It's got its own lightsaber. It's 14 inches tall. I mean, it's just, it's bonkers. Truly bonkers. Uh, just kind of out of nowhere, because I don't remember this being teased or anything either. Of no. course, I, I um, ignored this next thing, this Indiana Jones. I don't even remember them having the licensing right to Indiana Jones. Did they tease it at all? No, because yeah, they haven't really done much with like Disney, quote unquote, franchises. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they have the rights to Lucasfilm, like, what if they like? Unfortunately, like Willow didn't. Like, do, do they get the? Will they, do get, they get Star Wars? Well, that do they get Avatar? Huh. We already got Alien and Predator. Yeah, right? that's Disney. But yeah, if they got Star, like, if we start seeing soft goods Star Wars figures from them, that's gonna that's a potent mix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god yeah man funny (laughs) i (laughs) oh tiny hot toys that i can afford oh i guess i could buy 20 of these oh god yeah i um i i don't know what to do i I don't i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow when that goes up for pre-order we'll see because oh i don't like this head sculpt but I don't Thank know. You. I don't know why. I just I don't think they're that bad. I mean, a little Chris Pratty, like you said. But when I look even more into his eyes, I never. <laughs> it's there. I, the only I'll tell you what, the only head sculpts that I've seen that do Harrison Ford good are these two old Harrison Fords. The one that I have from uh, Force Awakens and the one that you just showed for that Hot Toys you know, we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. Unfortunately, all the younger versions of Harrison Ford, I don't think look great on anything on on these indie toys. Like, you know, you've got the, the fig figure arts. Yeah. I'm looking, I think well, I'm that, looking for that right now. The fig, I, I have the figma. I feel like that maybe looked the best, but like, I don't know what it is about Harrison Ford's face. No one seems to know how to sculpt it. Like even that new old indie, the face is like a grumpy face. It's like do Indiana Jones, the smirking asshole. Like what it like I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know either. I just feel like more like now he's probably given his rights for photorealism for figures yeah. the technology's much better now i don't i remember i i was looking for that figma but i don't see it but i remember it not being great in the face either um it's, that's what i'm saying i've i've ra- i don't think i've ever really seen a good harrison ford figure like it, there's a lot of passable shit but i'm yeah. just saying like you see some sculpts like Chadwick Boseman and stuff, and you're just like, that's the dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, or these Chris Evans ones, like Chris Pratt, like all the Tonys, you know, the Robert Downey Juniors all look like weirdly like that. <laughs> but I mean, even at the $20, $30 level. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, I have get, this Marvel Legends, this one. Black yeah. Panther one that's like 
it's amazing. Oh, oh, those Black Panther ones are good. Yeah. It was just like the special one that I got um, outside of the movie ones. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's so hit or miss. I haven't even looked at my... I bought that first Avengers series indie, and I haven't even looked at it. So I need to check that out, actually. Um, but, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, let's talk hot toys before we end the show. Two things. IG-12 deluxe figure, uh, including Grogu in its chest, Krang style. Um, great. I think that's... I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I kind of dug what they did in the show. Um, wasn't my favorite season. I, I liked it enough and I, not that I'm buying this, but I, I'm kind of happy they made it because it's such a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of, it was weird. It was like, this is a cool thing, but it also kind of feels like a cop out. Like, I don't know. It just, it was fine. And I just take a TD. It was like, do we really need to bring this guy back again? <laughs> As much as I like and respect him as a person, I just, I don't know. So, anyway, not for me, but for you guys who need an IG-88 figure, here you go. <laughs> yep. And then we just talked about the Dial of Destiny Indiana Jones figure, Old yeah. Man Indy, uh, with tons of cool accessories. Getting hyped for that movie in a couple of days. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I see it yeah. Sunday night. So I gotta, actually, I should check if I can get tickets this weekend. I got a four-day weekend ahead of me. So that oh sweet there but that's it that's it for the news the geekly news uh good show good show uh where can you find us oh my gosh like all over the place chris you can find us at don't forget towel.com the only place to travel geekly dfat entertainment.com and of course dfat and to all over the social media follow us and other great podcasts as part of the network yeah this is casey saying go read some comics And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.